God bless America. I am proud to be an American. Me. The, the immigrant, Adel Ackle. I am proud to be an American. I've been in this country for many, many years. And every day, I grow more in love with America. This is the greatest country in the world. I said it before. I'd like to say it now. If you're unhappy with here, we have the doors. We have ships ready to take you out. We have airplanes to take you out of here. And say, I say it without reservations. And I'm proud to be a Christian. And I'm proud to be going to heaven. And hopefully we're going all too soon to our beloved country. This, this morning I want to, first of all, thank the, the team that gave us this wonderful music today. And I would like to hear you give them a big hug. This is a worship team, a patriotic team, uh, great, great players, and I thank them very much, and may God bless them and continue to bless them in our church. Today, my... Uh, Little speech is uh, taken from a half a verse in Leviticus chapter 25 and verse 10. Leviticus chapter 25 and verse 10. It's here on the screen. I, um, I, I took this verse and I want to share it with you. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. In some Bibles, it has a different, different wording, but this is it. It shall be a jubilee, says, for you. And before I go further, I would like to say I am very thankful to be living and serving my God in this country, in this beautiful land, the United States of America. I'm also thankful for all the blessings he has given to our land, for our national heritage, for the faith of our fathers, and for the dedicated spirit to the proposition that all people are created equal before him. We give thanks for the freedom that we enjoy, the rights to live in peace, for liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. May we bow our knees today to present to our eternal God gifts of gratitude for such a great country. May we approach the throne of grace with thanksgiving. I'm, and may our attitude be bursting with deep appreciation for this wonderful life that we have and the precious 
liberty that we enjoy. I want to take a few minutes today to speak about some thoughts. And where is Dean? Dean is here. I want to speak today about three R's. How about Dean? <laughs> Stealing a script from Dean. I never thought of it until this morning, I'll <laughs> tell you frankly. <laughs> the first thing I want us to, to first, a time, this is a time to remember. And the second thought, a time to return. And the third thought, a time to renew. Now, a time to remember. In the verse we read, we learned that the year of Jubilee was meant to be celebrated every 50 years for the children of God of old. It included canceling all debts, freeing all slaves. Read that uh, chapter. This is beautiful. And returning to its original owners all land that had been sold. It was time to remember how God delivered Israel from Egyptian bondage, led the tribes through the wilderness, and helped them conquer Canaan, the land of promise. This sabbatical year, mentioned in Leviticus chapter 25, was commanded in the law of Moses as a reminder to all the Hebrew people how they came to receive their liberty from bondage. Our founding fathers also carved a nation out of a wilderness. A national wilderness, if you please, a political wilderness and a spiritual wilderness. From such wildernesses, I hope this is good English, people filed and fled and filled our land, came to these shores to find freedom and under God to build a country dedicated to freedom and justice for all. It took days of hardship, grave uncertainty, accompanied by these efforts, the efforts of those men and women to attain the liberty as a sovereign nation. You know what? Christians, our God, did all of this for us, just he did for the people of old. Out of the wilderness of our souls and the misery of our bondage, Jesus came to redeem us and to gather to himself a nation to honor him and to bring glory to his name. Do you see that? He made out of lost and miserable people, such as us, a chosen race. Bought us with his own blood and made us a royal priesthood. And not that only. 
He made us a holy nation. The nation of believers. The nation of true Christians. And he raised a people for his own possession. Then he sent us to the world. To proclaim the excellencies of Jesus Christ and his redeeming grace. The Savior who called us from darkness into his eternal life. Let us remember at this moment, this is a time to remember. Let us remember what the word of God says in 1 Peter 2.10. For you once were not a people. Can you believe that? But now you are the people of God. You were without mercy, but now you have received mercy. Just remember, our liberty cost the Son of God his life. He paid our price with his own blood on the cross of Calvary. As we are proud to be Americans, we should be more proud to be Christian people. Go into the world and proclaim your Christianity. Don't witness with a bowed head. Witness with a high head and proud spirit that you are a Christian. Plus, you know, it adds to that you are an American. We thank God for that. And now, because Jesus bought our liberty, our freedom, shed his blood on the cross of Calvary, we can claim true liberty. True freedom. Freedom from sin. For the word of God says, and you shall know the truth. With God. And the truth shall set you free. Therefore, if the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. That's why we are enjoying this day. That's why we enjoy God and country day. That's, that's why we enjoy the celebration. Because we have liberty from both sides. We have the freedom as Americans. And we have freedom from sin as sinners saved by grace. The first R. A time to remember. It's good to remember. Now, second point. A time to return. Do I, have your, do I have your attention? As a nation, as a nation, and I say it, I don't, I don't like to, to think of that, but this is the truth. As a nation, we have drifted away from God. You agree with that? We have. Sin is abounding. And the love of many grew cold. Our, call, our godless society continues to dismantle the Ten Commandments by our deeds, by our way of life. We have turned our back toward God. So-called Christians today live in carnality. They pray less fervently and live more worldly. The preachers offer a thin theology 
fearful of the rage of unbelievers. And the church continues in her worldliness. Just look at the evils of our materialistic society around us. They are power crazed. We spend, someone said the following, we spend more money we do not have to buy status symbols we do not need to keep up with people we do not know. I pray that none of, that, of this are here. I pray we are wise enough to live the way God wants us to live. Look also at the dangerous trends of our time. For years, the trend has been to withdraw religion from our public schools. We know that story. And government institutions. We have a rich history, and we don't want to lose it, folks. We want to try and keep it. We don't want to forget about it. Look at what we have. Just a reminder at what we have. Our presidents use the Bible in taking the oath of office. And thank God we still have that. Congress opens its session with prayer. Our pledge to the flag includes the phrase, one nation under God. And they tried to knock that one down, and they couldn't. Because we are praying, and keep on praying. Our coins are inscripted with, in God we trust. And the first sentence of the Declaration of Independence uses with the word God. The first sentence, recognizing him as the creator. While the last sentence uses the phrase, with a firm reliance on divine providence. But now we're living dangerously. We forget, we forget about these beautiful things that were given to us by the bloods of our forefathers. And listen to the voice of an American great speaking over a century ago. He said, at what point then in his speech is the approach of danger to be expected? If it ever reaches us, it must spring up among us. It cannot come from abroad. If destructions be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. So spoke the great Abraham Lincoln. Fifty years later, Theodore Roosevelt said, the things that destroy America are prosperity at any price, peace at any price, safety first instead of duty first, and love of soft living and the get-rich-quick theory of life. Time to return. It is time to return to the, our first principles. To work hard. Do you agree with that? We have no lazy people here. 
We don't encourage that. To work hard. To sacrifice. Discipline. Patriotic devotion. Love of justice and freedom. Honesty. High purpose. And respect for the rights of others. I am sad to say these are diminishing factors in the way of life that we have today. And above all things, it is time to return to God. That's the call. The Bible clearly says in Isaiah 55, 6 and 7, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Time to return. We have gone far away. Let's come back. And if we know and appreciate what we have in this country... We should stand firm and shout with all our hearts, let's go back to God. Because this country was founded by our forefather on the word of God. And let's go back to God. We should be crying as a nation with Jeremiah, restore me and I will return. For you are the Lord my God. And hear the Lord, the Lord himself, plead, return to me. Declares the Lord of hosts that I may return to you. Do you want God in your lives? We have to return first. Return to me that I may return to you. May God, may God soften our hearts so we can live as honest, true citizens of heaven in the United States of America. The last word is a time to renew. A time to renew. Our allegiance to God and country, we need to renew that. Are we loyal to our country? Do we owe allegiance to this country of ours? You know, the streets we walk on, the neighborhoods we have, the cleanliness that we have. I'm a man who traveled to many, many countries in the world. There is no cleaner country than the United States of America. There is no country where you can eat and enjoy food and enjoy the plenty that God has given us like the United States of America. There is no place that you can work with freedom. Express yourself with true freedom like the United States of America. And if we have to Tell those people who put our country down, stop it and love it or leave it. Our allegiance should be to God and country. We will always celebrate, we have been and will always celebrate Independence Day and honor our God and country. And it is significant in our church that you see always two flags. I insisted on that. The American flag and the heavenly flag. And you know what? There's no contradiction between these two. We love God 
and we love country. Amen? Amen. And we are going to keep it that way. The American and Christian flags are displayed together, and there's no opposing views, but they complement each other. And the second thought under we should renew, time to renew, we should renew our faith in God. Our faith in God. It is the cause of freedom. There is no true freedom and liberty without God. There is no peace without Jesus Christ. No matter what the world today is preaching, peace, peace, and peace, they will never have peace without Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we as Christians have experienced true peace because Jesus Christ lives in our hearts. And that's why we have the peace that passes all understanding. That will garrison our minds. That will keep us joyful, keep us happy, keep us filled with joy. And the love of Christ sustains us all. This is why I said at the very beginning in this little verse, proclaim liberty throughout all the land. Let the bells in the land ring. All the choirs sing and thank God for our worship team today. Let all the preachers preach if they preach the word of God. And all the citizens, let them proclaim liberty in Jesus Christ. Let freedom ring. So the matchless words of Abraham Lincoln may come true today that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom and the government of the freedom by the people and the government of the people by the people and for the people shall not perish from the face of the earth. Amen. May the Lord bless America. And let's keep this country a wonderful country. Let's love it more and honor it. Because God wants us to do so. And above all things, let's keep honoring God and living for Him. And then we will show the world what true citizens are. Amen. God bless you. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we thank you for the independence that we have in this land and through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We thank you for the freedom that you have given us, for the liberty that we have. We thank you for each and every person who is in attendance this afternoon. And we pray for those who are traveling, those who are sick, those who couldn't make it to be with us today, that you visit with them and bless them. Those who are on vacation to today also, we pray that you give them a wonderful time. As for us, help us to be a blessing. Help us to represent you in a way like the old disciples did. And help us to live, to honor your name. For in that wonderful name, the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen.